Welcome to Smartdown Boulevard. We're a pair of smarts that love to talk wrestling, but not watch it on a regular basis. Let's face it, it's not what it used to be. My name is Jose Solorzano, and he is my friend, Jermaine Meredith. How's it going? Doing good, man. How's it going? Last night was SummerSlam in the Thunderdome. SummerSlam 2020, the hottest party of the summer. Just before we get into the matches and our overall thoughts, man, what'd you think? You know what? I was surprised. Mm Mm-hmm how good it was it was better than my expectations because yeah exactly like i said last week i was coming in with low expectations and i wasn't i didn't really care mm-hmm. but i was pleasantly surprised and it was it was pretty good not without its bumps on the road but yeah it was good i mean it wasn't a horror show i'll tell you that much um, yeah <laughs> the, <laughs> the one thing that i really enjoy is the thunderdome i didn't watching smackdown i didn't realize how great it looked on a big screen. Like, just, it looks really good. Uh, the pyro is cool. It's kind of ridiculous to do pyro in an empty arena to me, but at the yeah. same time, it just adds a nice element to the show. It yeah. does, yeah. But like I was saying, the Thunderdome looks awesome, man. It's uh, very modern, and it's just more pleasing to look at, to see all these random NXT stars in the crowd. It just wasn't doing it for me anymore. It was very dark. This is just very bright and alluring to, to the viewer, right? Yeah, it looks like a show, and... I wish that they could have done this for WrestleMania, but it was last minute changes, so they had to do had to work with what they had, right? So absolutely, uh, yeah, you're right. Actually, WrestleMania in the Thunderdome would have been amazing to see. Imagine all the oh, stuff yeah, they could have awesome. done. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Well, you know, it's a shame, but I mean, we have the Thunderdome now, and they're doing great things with it, and it just looks better. It looks like an actual show. It doesn't look like it's uh, a low rent independent show anymore. <laughs> in a gym in a gym yeah i mean my my high school gymnasium looks better than the performance center light up so i mean like come on like it's just this is great it's a good start to this thunderdome but let's get into the first match jermaine oscar versus bailey for the smackdown women's championship my impressions i walked into the ending of the match so (laughs) oh wow yeah but there were some shenanigans of course of course. Sasha Banks throwing herself into uh, Asuka's bum rush or whatever mm-hmm. that move is called that she does. Yeah, the hip attack. <laughs> yeah. So she, she risked her neck to save Bailey, and Bailey rolled up Asuka. Yeah. Asuka for the one, two, three. That kind of bugged me because I'm like, oh, can't Bailey just win clean? But for storyline's sake, I, I figured that this was going to translate into something later on when Asuka took on Sasha Banks, which, of course, it did, but we'll get to that in a second. I just want to say yeah. that Bailey looks really impressive. Um, like she's come a very long way, and she looks very dominant, very well versed in the ring. She looks like a ring general, man. I, I, I'll give her that much. I was very impressed. So does Oscar. Oscar's just a workhorse, really. So I mean, whenever Oscar and Bailey go against each other, I'm always interested in that match. I really am. So I, you know, I yeah. enjoyed this match. I mean, I wasn't it wasn't the best match in the world, but I was entertained. Let's just say I wasn't like trying to fast forward or, or flip through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was decent. Yeah. I, I'd give this match a three out of five. Not bad. You know what, Bailey? Ever since she's become heel, yeah, has been more dominant in the ring. Yeah, and it's the attitude change because when you're a face, and especially her, she was like a super baby face. Oh yeah, she was. Man. She like wasn't Cena that level. intimidating. Yeah, she wasn't that intimidating in the ring. Mm-hmm. But now that she's a a heel, yeah. she has that intimidation factor and. She talks crap to her opponents while she's beating them up. <laughs> yeah. And that really improves her work 
her work in the ring. Yeah, it really so does. And she's been doing great with that. Yeah, and her moveset is more aggressive, and she's trying new moves that we haven't seen in her repertoire before. So it's yeah. it's refreshing, kind of like the Thunderdome. It's it's refreshing, and and, and I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, Bailey retained the SmackDown Women's Title for this one. Like I said, three out of five. Is that a fair assessment, there, Jermaine? Three out of five. Yeah. Okay, so. we'll go with three out of five. Now, second yeah. match, Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Andrade for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. But look, mm-hmm. like I don't want to throw or you know not give these guys their credit, the four guys in the ring, but I was just distracted the whole time. And I wasn't distracted by Thunderdome or the <laughs> lights. Or I was just distracted by Selena. Selena Vega is so damn attractive. I just can't, bro. I'm sorry, Michelle. Is she's just so attractive to me, and and like, <laughs> and to be fair, the guys in the ring they weren't really doing that. Like Montez Ford is really talented though, and I'm glad. I'm glad this guy. Yeah. Is, I'm glad that they're wrestling and they're not doing all that cinematic stuff with the Vikings and the ninjas because that's just a disservice yeah. to them. I'm glad that they're actually in the ring working and wrestling because Montez Ford is very talented. Oh my gosh, have you seen his frog splash? Bro. You see how high he gets? Off Not in the only air? high, the intensity, and also the way he just turned in midair, a la RVD. <laughs> yeah, like I was watching this guy yesterday, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, this guy has a lot of hang time in the air. It just yeah. looks like he's just adjusting the lights in the air before he lands on top of his opponents. You know? Yeah, no, it's like, it's, it's incredible. This guy really gets up there. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's really like Dawkins is a good strong man, but like it's just. He, his presence is not really there, and it should be more because he's a big man. Ford yeah. kind of just eclipses him, which is fine to he me. Does, yeah. I mean, it was great. I mean, uh, he, he was entertaining to watch. He stole the show. He stole yeah. the match, actually. Great job by Ford. He's an athlete. Like you said, the man's an athlete. Yeah, he very, is. Very impressive. I, I give this match a three out of five. Profits retaining the tag team titles because I think they're really going to go hard with Angel Garza versus Andrade. I think there's a lot of bad blood there, and those two can give a great uh, match too. So, oh no doubt. No. What do you think? Three yeah. out of five is fair. Yeah, I would say three out of five is fair. Oh. I, you know, three point five. Okay, out of five. Three point five. Yeah, sure. Third match of the night was one that should have been on the pre-show, if anything, or not even on the pre-show. But that's just me. Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville in a no disqualification match. The loser would leave WWE. Now, initially, this was a hair versus hair match, but then it got changed to uh, no DQ. Loser leaves WWE, and I think it's because Sonya Deville has a lot of legal problems, and I think she didn't want to go into court bald or something like that. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's why. I think, but you know what? Her it. legal her problems are anything to laugh. No, at. we're not no. laughing at that. No, we're not. Just, yeah, disclaimer: we're not laughing yep. at the legal problems. We're laughing yeah. at the fact that the uh, thought of her showing up to court ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just, it just wouldn't flow. It just wouldn't roll. You know. Yeah. So I understand that. But look, with that being said, this match was kind of sloppy. Mandy Rose. It was is sloppy. She doesn't really sell. She can't set tables for the life of her. Oh my um, goodness. It's just How awkward. many hours was she trying to get the table to set it up straight? I think I fell asleep, man. Yeah, it was like the table was stuck to the ground or it was attached <laughs> to a, a cable or something. I'm watching her trying to put the table and set it up straight. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Maybe it's yeah. attached or something. Yeah. No, it took her so long before she finally got the table on its legs. <laughs> Not only that, but it looked like she almost gave up for a second and then the ref kind of yeah. was like, no, you got to do it. Like, what are you doing? Like, Sonya's waiting for the for the chair spot over there. You got to do something. You know? Yeah. When you look at it, Sonya gave her a lot of punishment and yeah. she didn't sell it. She just didn't sell anything. She was like kicking her in the gut, forearms, 
Mandy Rose is either super Mandy or she just hasn't been taught how to sell properly or she needs to go back yeah. to the performance center. She's a pretty face. Don't get me wrong. But that's not going to take you that far. This is not the Attitude Era. You have to be able to perform in the ring. And she was it just won't. sloppy. And I think Sonya Deville deserves a whole lot better. I know she's going through a lot of things probably. But yeah. um, I'm sure we'll see her in, on Raw Underground very soon. Unfortunately, she lost. Mandy Rose gets to stay into the WWE an easy two out of five, if anything. I'm being generous. Yeah. But improvements need to be made there. And I think this should have been sure. a pre-show match and not a main card match. But that's just me. Next up. I agree. Thank you. <laughs> Next up, Seth Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah versus Dominic Mysterio in a street fight. Jermaine, what do you got to say about this? Well, there wasn't much of a street fight because they never left the ring. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> should have just named it a hardcore match. Honestly, hardcore match, and that's it. Yeah. But a street fight? What was? There was nothing street about it. No, no, no. Like no. I'm, you know, like street fight usually go uh, through the barricades or backstage even yes. and walk around a bit. Exactly. But these guys were just—they just stayed in the area of the ring. But I also appreciated uh, Seth Rollins' homage that uh, the <laughs> Halloween Havoc material yeah. attire. Listen, I'm gonna call this out right now. Mattel, the ball is in your court to release this action figure. I want it. I will buy it. Just do it already, man. It was, a, you know, as much of a, it was an insult because everything was reversed, yeah. which I like because it went with the storyline and everything. But it looked pretty cool. It looked really good, and I think it'll look really good on an action figure on an elite, possibly. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. It reminded me of uh, Rick Rude, how he would put his opponent's <laughs> face on his tights. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Or recently, like Velveteen Dream putting like Roderick Strong's wife on his crotch. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but here's the thing, and, and an opposite thing, like Dominic Mysterio. I thought he was gonna come out with like a mask or something. Came out with a hoodie that looked like a mask, but it didn't come off. And then it just kept on getting on his in his way. And I didn't. Yeah, it, it kept coming over his eyes. Yeah, it was just very <laughs> distracting. And I think he needs to make some changes there, or just take off the hoodie and wear like a shirt or something like that. But it was just very distracting. Yeah, I, I didn't like. Yeah, it. I think it's just to <laughs> hide his uh, boyish physique. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because he, he, he needs to spend some time in the gym. Yeah. Get yeah. jacked up or something. Yeah. Or he, some definition. Yeah, some definition is because he has size. He just needs to put some definition on, I guess. Yeah. Um, but he was he was a chunky kid, right? You remember, like, even back years ago, he was a chunky kid. And even yep. up till recently, before he started training, he was kind of uh, not fit for wrestling, I guess. Or not, I want to yeah. say fit for wrestling, but not what your quintessential wrestler would look like for a uh, cruiserweight. But he, he's definitely working his way there. I mean, he didn't, he, it wasn't that bad, really. I mean, it was. He was as good as he could be in his first match in the WWE. I, I don't know. Am, am I being too easy on him because he's a Mysterio? Yeah, he was, he was okay. Like, he hit his spot. He definitely he did. He did his moments. Like, uh, he did a, six nine, a 619 kind of move yeah. on the uh, the bottom of the ropes. Yes. And for a big guy, he, he got through the ropes pretty easily. He did. Yeah, so that was pretty... That's pretty cool to see. But yeah, he he can handle himself out there. Yeah, I had him. I had him down as winning that match. No, but after talking with some people, I'm like, man, what was I thinking? No, this no. rookie is gonna come in and beat Seth Rollins. Yeah, no, no. I'm no. like, man, that yeah, I could. That was a bad choice on my part. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm like, you know, the Rollins is gonna win. He's gonna win in a da- bastardly way, which he did. Yeah, allowing Rey Mysterio to be handcuffed and watching him curb stomp his son, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> it made sense yeah. that Rollins would win. I mean, I'm sure the Mysterios are going to get retribution, no pun intended, later on. But um, I think I think the right guy won for this match. It was entertaining. I wouldn't call it the match of the night, but um, I was scared actually for Dominic Mysterio for a bit because Seth Rollins was going for a buckle bomb, and I'm like, nope, don't buckle bomb him. He's not ready for that move. There's no way. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I'm so Don't glad. cut the man's career yeah. short. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he got out of the way. I'm like, oh, good thing. I'm like, good thing he didn't go for that because that could have been nasty. I mean, yeah. Seth Rollins has taken out Sting with that. Uh, Finn Balor, Becky Lynch. I mean, well, sorry, not Becky, but you know what I mean. Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, this guy just ruins career with that move. So I'm, I'm glad he didn't put Dominic through that. The Kendall sticks yeah. obviously are a theme throughout this rivalry. Nasty shots, man. I got a question for you. Go ahead. So would you either take Kendall stick shots yeah. or would you uh, take the thumbtacks? Oh, wow. That is a good question. Let's see. <laughs> Kendall stick shots, you're going to get bruised, you're going to get whacked. Gonna be a couple days until it goes away. You're gonna be sore the next day, a couple days. Thumbtacks. Yeah. I mean, it won't go that deep, but it'll still. I mean, there's a bunch of them going through you. A lot of shock involved. Then you gotta take them out with pliers. You know what? I'm gonna go with the thumbtacks, man. Yeah, that's what they all said. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the thumbtacks. Yeah, because that's just yeah. like one boom, right? <clears throat> and then yeah, and it's it. over. Yeah, but with the Kendall sticks, it's just massive mutilation. You're going to feel that for days, yeah. Yeah. And then the bruises turn purple and yellow. and Yeah, yeah so the correct <laughs> answer is thumbtacks. Three out of five, is that fair to say? Yeah, I think it's a three out of five match. Okay. <laughs> Everything <laughs> so far has been a three out of five. It's, it's like three <laughs> or two or something like that, you know? It's just, I think the worst match so far has been Mandy Rose versus DeVille that we've spoken about, but... Uh, there's more left. Um, <laughs> There's about three more matches left, right? Yes. So the next match was Sasha Banks versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship title. Here's another thing. Like, no, again, I'm not throwing shade at Asuka or at all, but seeing someone compete nowadays twice in the same show is kind of tiring to me. So, like, and especially having the same competitors go at it. I'd rather have liked to see one of these matches on Friday Night SmackDown, preferably the since Bailey was going to retain, have that match on SmackDown, and then maybe allow the Intercontinental Championship be defended at SummerSlam, because it just it would have made more sense for the whole card in general. So I would have preferred yeah. Jeff Hardy to win at SummerSlam against AJ Styles instead of you, you, on Friday night. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what? I'm so mind boggled yeah. as to how the Intercontinental Championship wasn't defended. At SummerSlam. No, Yet we have Sonya Deville versus Mandy exactly. in a throwaway match. Loser leaves WWE. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. It's just. Like, really? Uh, it perplexes me. And I don't know. Maybe they wanted to debut the Thunderdome to reviews of, oh, Jeff Hardy wins. Uh, yeah. But it's just, it's not worth it. Yeah. You should put more levity onto one of your big four pay per views, SummerSlam. But whatever, yeah. I digress. With that being said, though, I mean, it was a hard-hitting match between Asuka and Sasha Banks. Asuka with one of the biggest bumps I've seen in a long time. Holy crap, man. Two big bumps. Um, that uh, kind of oh. remind, it reminded me of, like, PCO taking oh. bumps. You know what I mean? That, Yo, that I know flip. exactly what you're talking about. You know that sunset flip? I was like, oh, I jumped out of my seat. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That was one of yeah. those OMG moments. Yeah, man. I thought that Sasha Banks turned this into a shoot fight. 
Yeah. <laughs> the way <laughs> the way Asuka's head bounced off of the ground outside the ring. Yeah. She did I'm not. Like, oh my goodness. She did She's not, trying to kill her. She did not tuck her chin in. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, she did not. Oh my god. It's like she's like, oh, you're not trying to take my spot. Yeah. Eat this power bomb. Boom. Boom. <laughs> and then after Sasha goes and kicks her right in the head, and then they have to show the replay yeah, of it because man. it was so devastating. It's like, well, Sasha's really pissed off that she's going to lose the title here, which she ended up doing. You know, I mean, Asuka won the Raw Women's Championship for like the 20,000th time. But to me, it makes sense yeah. because for Bailey and Sasha to hold all the women's gold, it kind of throws away the possibilities of and chances of other women wrestlers to hold titles, right? So, I mean, entertaining I match. So. I mean, that DDT that Asuka delivered to Banks on the outside was kind of different. So, yeah. I mean, she won by submission. Bailey didn't take the sacrifice, continuing the storyline there. And I think we're going to see Bailey versus Sasha Banks pretty soon. So, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm just glad that they don't have all the gold. I think it's time to spread that gold around and let other women shine in the WWE. Banks versus Asuka, I'm going to give that a 3.75 out of 5. I think to me, at this point, was the match of the night. Okay. But Banks versus Asuka? Yeah, at that point. 5 out of 5? 3.75 out of 5. Oh, okay. I think that I was... you going crazy. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think at that point, that was a match of the night to me. And then after, we got McIntyre versus Orton for the WWE Championship. Now, this should have been the main event to me. It just, it should have been. Because to me, this was the match of the night. The promo package that aired before the match started was amazing. I, I definitely watched that again. And then yeah. Randy's pyro was such a throwback to when he used to come out and put his hands out, remember? Um, yeah. That was such a throwback to me. And then Drew McIntyre's pyro and light show when he lifted that title, man looks like a million bucks. He deserves to be the WWE yeah. champion. He really does. He does, man. Drew McIntyre, what saddens me, and they touched on it on the documentary that aired after, is that he couldn't win the championship in a full arena yeah. with all the fans. But, yo, so far, he's been great as champion. I love Drew McIntyre as a champion. Yeah, me too. He has a look, man. He does. He looks He looks great with that title. Good representative for the company. And honestly, at the beginning, I was just like, ah, Drew versus Orton. I'm not sure if this is going to be a great match. I mean, their promo work was amazing leading up to the match. But I wasn't sure if the match was going to live up to the hype. It really did. It really did. It was such a back and forth. Great match. Randy's slow, methodical pace versus... Uh, Drew McIntyre's just fast, relentless power move set was just really great to watch during this match. And then I love how Drew used the figure four, kind of like an, oh, homage, yeah. an homage to Ric Flair after what Randy did to him. So that was great to see. Yeah, it was. That figure four, man. That that came out of nowhere, though. It did. <laughs> it really <laughs> I like did. Ric Flair and Drew McIntyre aren't that tight. But, hey, the figure four is a devastating move. I would know. I've had that applied to me many times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, me too. It, it, it is a devastating move. And we also got blood in this match, which is, I don't want to say it's refreshing to see, but uh, something different to look at, you know. Not that they bled, them, like, it's not like they bladed on purpose, but there's still some blood mm-hmm. added to the intensity of the match. It was a great match, man. I, I gave this match a 4 out of 5. I was really entertained. I thought this should have gone last. I really did. You know what, though? I didn't. I was upset about something with that match. The way it ended. Oh, I, yeah. After, go, yeah, go ahead, after and then such, I'll tell you what I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. After such a fantastic match, yeah, and 
with Drew and Randy Orton yeah. both doing their, their stuff for it to end in a roll-up? Nah, man. No, no, it wasn't a roll-up. It was a backslide. And Would I, ca- I kind of like this because none of them looked weak. Like Randy Orton, because even though he lost, he didn't look <laughs> weak because he didn't. Well, yeah, he wasn't like knocked out looking up at the light exactly so it's still it opens up for more matches to come in the future well, obviously yeah. that just shows you that it's not over exactly yet. which i like that you never saw it coming <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i was looking for a definite end like either randy to hit his rko nah. get the clean one two three or the claymore kick one two three no nah, but I guess they're planning on yeah, doing man. something more between them. That's where the story comes into play and then the, the, <laughs> the in-ring psychology. And whoever does, I think, nail that finishing move will be the definite champion. So I think there's a lot to work with there moving forward. And I kind of like that. And yeah. like I said, you never saw it coming. <laughs> moving along. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give that match a 4 out of 5. And I think that was a match of the night. I'm going to give that the match of the night. Because... We go to the main event. Yeah. And I hate calling it the main event because it definitely didn't feel like a main event to me. Braun Strowman versus um, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, for the Universal Championship. Um, I don't know. These guys just really left a sour taste in my mouth after the lead-up to it, the swamp fight, all that crap. I really don't think these two have good in-ring chemistry. It reminded me of the days when you would have all these monstrous guys going at it. I mean, there's not much they can do but do all these power moves and showcase their strength. There's no athleticism, really, to what they do. And it kind of reminded me of, like, Goliath versus Goliath back in the 80s when you had all these giants going at it, and then you had all these cruiserweights and all these mid-range bodied guys doing great stuff. This is what this yeah. reminded me of. Very old-school WWE. And, I mean, I, was, I won't lie to you, man. I was wishing I could fast forward through this because I didn't really miss anything. I mean, nothing really sticks out to me, really. The coolest part to me, and I don't know why, was when Strowman was cutting up the ring because I got to see what a ring actually looks like and how they set it up. That was the coolest thing to me (laughs) (laughs) during this match. I don't know about you. Am I being too harsh? You know what? While I was watching the match, I was thinking one thought the whole time. I was thinking, isn't the Fiend supposed to be invincible? Like, he, yeah, I've seen some I mean, of his matches and he no-sells for everything. He gets up after a one count. But Braun Strowman was giving him work. He was throwing him into things and the Fiend couldn't get up at moments. And I'm just like, this isn't what I'm used to seeing the Fiend do. You know, I was thinking that this was going to be a long match and Braun Strowman was going to have to do a lot to get the Fiend down. But no, within the first couple of minutes of the match, the yeah. Fiend's down on the on the mat, lying down, you know, and I was just like, okay, I guess the fiend's human now. I guess he is, man. I mean, it was a lot of back and forth. Yeah, it was just, that's just boring. Yeah, I, I just didn't understand. And yeah, it was, it was a bit boring. It yeah. definitely shouldn't have gone on last, but no. we all know why it went on last. After Braun Strowman gets laid out by uh, the fiend and the fiend wins the WWE Universal title, guess who comes into the ring? Roman Reigns spears the hell out of the fiend. And the only thing I noticed, man, during this whole thing were Roman Reigns' new teeth. Wow, are I they didn't white? Under- they are white as hell, man. It's like he went. I didn't know what was different about him because I was looking his at his face. I'm like, what? I'm like, what's so different about this guy? He got rid of the well, gap. I can't, did he did he get like a tan around his face or something? Or No, so I'm here's like, the thing. He dropped then, a lot yeah. of weight. He dropped weight too. He looks skinnier. He's not as muscular. He looks big to me. 
he's big, but he's not as big as he used to be in the shield or before he left. He definitely okay. lost some weight. He cut some muscle or some weight, whatever the term is. I'm not a bodybuilder, trust me. But he just looks skinnier to me. And because he's skinnier, his face kind of like went inwards and then he smiles and yeah. all you see is like pearly whites. Nothing wrong with pearly whites, but it's just a drastic change. And you know the WWE universe is going to go after him for it, just like I am. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> That's all I could see. I'm like, okay, cool. He's back. You know, you never saw it coming. Yes, I did. Yeah. But wow, those teeth, man. Like, it's like he said, I want the whitest shade as possible. It is kind of freaky seeing somebody with really, really, really white teeth like that. Right. And it shows. <laughs> yeah, man. It it was now that I knew what the, the thing was, the change. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, it's really visible, the change. <laughs> Yes. He should just walk to the ring with the lights out and just smile. <laughs> That's his pyro. We didn't talk about this. Is he a face or heel? Because he's doing some pretty heelish stuff out there. That is how I wanted to end this. Is Roman Reigns now a heel or is he still the face or a face with a lot of I intensity? Don't know. Or is he blurring the lines between what a face and heel is? Is he taking a page out of Cody Rhodes' stupid mind by saying that in wrestling there's no more heels and no more faces? It's just the personality that counts. I don't know. Yeah. To me, that was pretty heelish. Yeah. What are you doing to Braun Strowman? Because to me, and the fiend is a, is, a, is a face right now. He was the face in that match yeah, against he, Strowman. He's right? like an anti-hero, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So then now Roman Reigns wants to strip him off the title right away, and he did it in a very heel fashion. Yeah. I think he's a heel. I, I, would I say know. He's a heel. And, his, and his shirt, wreck everything, then leave. Yeah. And the way he was giving those chair shots to Braun Strowman. Mm. Oh, my gosh. It reminded me of when Brock Lesnar was hitting <laughs> Big Show with the chair at the Royal Rumble. And <laughs> <laughs> Big Show's crying. Yeah. Oh! Damn, those teeth are white, man. Those are dentures. He just got a whole face <laughs> yeah. there. That's crazy. I mean, I know he had a little gap in oh, between, man. but I mean, just fix the gap. Don't just, I don't know. This guy went full auto mechanic shop for that. It's crazy how at the end of SummerSlam, all I'm thinking about is Roman Reigns' teeth. Um, not even the shock value that he's back or that the Fiend is WWE Universal Champion or that Asuka won the title. You know, I'm, I'm talking about Roman Reigns' teeth. I mean, come on. What the hell's going on? Overall, Jermaine, what would you give SummerSlam at the Thunderdome out of five? Well, the average, what you've been rating these matches at would have to be a three out of five, but... I, would... I, I, gave, I gave the main event a 2.5 out of five. Um, oh. Yeah, so, you know... 2.5 out of five. Yeah, 2.5 out of five. I think overall... You know what? Overall, cool. I yeah. would say that... I'd say 3.5 because I was... I was surprised. I wasn't sitting there bored out of my mind the whole time watching. I was entertained and I was marking out for some moments. Yeah. So 3.5. Some stuff could have been better, a lot better. And they should have switched around some matches and put some more matches on, like the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. That should have yeah. been on. but Yeah, that is my... Yeah, 3.5. Uh, you get 3.5. I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. For some of the things you just said, again, I would have loved to see the Intercontinental Championship be on the main card. I would have loved to see the U.S. title on the main card as well. Move Mandy and Sonya to the pre-show or just get rid of that completely. I would even, I mean, again, just throw in the SmackDown tag team titles on the pre-show even. Do what you had to do. Just there's some matches in here that would just throw away that are not going to move things forward whatsoever. And honestly, you built up a show to a certain point and then you just kill it with the main event. And the main thing that you're talking about in the main event was the return of a main event player. Just doesn't really make sense to me. So I'm going to have to give that uh, overall SummerSlam 2020 in the Thunderdome a three out of five. 
Let's just give the show a 3.25 out of 5. Is that fair? Meet in the middle? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll agree to that. All right, 3.25. Best you can do, eh? That's the best we can do. Absolutely. And for more, if you don't agree with us, please hit us up on our Instagram page at Smartdown Boulevard. That's at Smartdown BLVD to keep the conversation going. If you want to listen to more shows, you can listen to us on Anchor.fm online or on their app for free. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a whole lot more. Remember, our YouTube channel is there. Comment, subscribe, hit the bell notification, and like us on YouTube. Just search Smartdown. Hit that space button, BLVD. It's that easy. And Jermaine, now that SummerSlam is a thing of the past, we're looking forward to our 19th episode this Friday, which is going to be all about AEW, All Elite Wrestling, also known as All Petite Wrestling, also known as All Friends Wrestling. I think we have a lot to say on Friday, don't we? Yeah, we got we got to compile our list of things into just a couple of bullet points because there's a lot you can say about All Petite Wrestling. Jermaine, thank you very much. I'll see you on Friday for episode number 19. Until next time, Smarks, tuck your chin in.